The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, my favorite people. Welcome back to the show. Happy holidays for everyone who is celebrating Thanksgiving this week. I hope you are somewhere cozy with people that you love and getting some downtime. I think that's so important. So many of us have been so go, go, go. So all over the place this season. I know that I have. And it just feels so good to take a little bit of time to slow down and to chill. I feel like this time of year is definitely for slowing down, being in the flow, spending time with family and just enjoying life. So I hope that that's what everyone is starting to do today. I am so excited to have my dear friend and medium, the medium that I trust more than anyone Nikki Novo on the show. She is also my spiritual teacher and my mentor. She has taught me so much. Anytime that I have a spontaneous awakening, like earlier this summer when I started to channel the Akashic Records, as well as many years ago when I first started to tune my psychic abilities. The first person that I've always called is Nikki. She is the go-to spiritual advisor for many, many of the biggest names in the wellness industry. And she's truly a leader in the spiritual community. She is so talented. Everyone who I have ever sent to Nikki has come to me and said, Nikki is just one of a kind. How does she know everything that she knows? How is she so spot on? How does she know this and that about my soul and my family and all these things. And it's because her method of channeling is tried and true. And she is amazing. So she also has a new book that just launched called Soul Led Living, Discover Your Soul's True Path and Become Brave Enough to Follow It. The book is phenomenal. You have to get it. We'll put the link in the show notes. And also... My book has pretty much only had the opportunity to come to life because Nikki helped me channel everything that has had to do with this book. Like for years when I was down and out and I was saying, I just can't bring it to life. I don't know if I'm capable. I'm so blocked. I have focus issues. I don't know if I can do it. She pressed on with me every day and told me that I could do it and helped me channel for the book. And I just owe so much to her. She's so special to me. So check her out on Instagram at Nikki Novo. And I will be spending a lot of time with her in the coming months. I'm so thankful for her. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast conversation. And the quick thing that I will say is that we are having a sale on the Balance Wand merch. So all of our angel number collection, our celestial club and our spiritual moms club, you can get everything for 20% off on the website shopdearmedia.com. 
by using the code SAVE20 and make sure that you shop the mugs and the t-shirts from the Angel Number Collection because they're my favorite. If you want a sweatshirt, get the Celestial Club sweatshirts. They're so special, timeless, tried and true. And now let's get into this conversation with Nikki. What does the rest of the book tour look like? So I'm going to take a break for the winter and then I'll go, well, I might go to Denver in the winter Mm -hmm. and Austin, perhaps like those are the two. And then I have New York in May. And then there's like been talk of like a Europe thing in the summer, but we'll see how things are going. So I don't don't know. But I have learned like this is my tip for you, which I feel like you're so good about this, but I have learned that it's helpful to like travel with like friends or something. Like I feel like I was feeling a little off, like being by myself this whole time and like doing so many things. Like it Mm -hmm. would be nice to have like a little like security friend with you. Yes, absolutely. If you do travel, like today I was like, you know, my husband can't come because he has to stay with the kids. Mm -hmm. But my best friends were like texting me and they said they're going to take turns like going with me. So I don't have to be by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are some good friends. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. It's always more fun to go with friends or family or someone. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I just feel you're so good at that. Like you have your parents Mm -hmm. with you. Like there's always somebody and it makes sense because it like kind of grounds you and holds you together when those things are happening. So definitely. I have an entourage at all times. (laughs) It's like shocking when I show up here alone because I have my parents. I have Jonathan, Atticus, Shelby. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. We travel in a pack. Why do you do that? Do you know? Because I'm a reflector and I will just like melt into the ground from everybody's energy. I feel like I I think you taught me this. It's best to have like a handler, like an energetic handler. So Jonathan being a generator, my mom being my assistant. Yeah. Just like somebody who can kind of pick up the energy when I feel because it takes me a while to like I'll come to a situation. And as you can tell, I'm like up in space and I have to try to get into my body. Yeah. And it's best to have somebody who's like, not speaking for me, but holding. Holding some space for space. you. Mm-hmm. I, I just have gotten, because when I went to Miami, Benny drove me to all my interviews. And then my best friend, my two best friends took over like for the book signing. And I, I thought that was just nice. It's not like I planned that. But then here I realized, oh, wow, like you really need. Yeah. That's why people have entourages. Yeah. I learned. No, 100%. Otherwise, you're setting up for your own book tour. You know, like guests are starting to come and I'm like setting up the table. Yeah. It's just not as professional either. Yeah, yeah. So you live and you learn. Yeah. I had, we had two girls that like had studied under me that went to the LA book signing yesterday and they like set things up and stuff. So I, I was able to like walk in, but it's just the energy. It's like being able to hold that like high vibration mm-hmm. and have people... So it was, it was yeah, yeah, to hold the vibration. Yeah. So did you do like readings for anybody? Yeah, so yesterday, like, so the book is about uh, like kind of living your best life, dream life. It's just, I really wanted to make something positive. So when I was going into the signing yesterday, I was thinking to myself, like, what's the message? Like, what do I want to talk about? What's coming through? Because, you know, the world's in a weird place. So I was like, maybe this looks like a silly book, you know, to talk about like manifesting what you want and dreaming of what's true for your soul and all that. But when I got there, like the message really was that we are all meant to hold a high frequency right now and hold a high vision. Even like when you're thinking about the house you want to live in, like that might sound so silly compared to maybe other things that are happening in the world. But that high vision 
of you like really seeing like what is true for you, what you know, what you believe in, like what you want to call in actually brings in the high frequency that we need in the earth right now. Mm -hmm. So at first I was kind of doubting myself. I was like, oh, is this just like a silly topic to talk about? But then I was like, no, this is like exactly what we all need to be doing. Like what is your highest vision and really holding that? Because that's how we elevate the collective. Mm-hmm. And on this trip, I've seen some old friends and because uh, I used to live here in LA and people are, are feeling heavy and negative. And I guess because I live in the woods, I don't like get that low anymore, which mm-hmm. is nice. So when I come out, I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's, yeah, people are heavy and what we really need is like a high, high vibes, like really that simple. So that was really like a lot of the message. And then people were definitely asking questions. People, there's a lot of people like trying to find uh, new work right now, like new mm-hmm. careers, it looks like, which we were just talking about, your friend. Yeah. Is that like something in the collective? Yeah. I think people are shifting, are almost like being brave enough to do work-wise what they always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. There's also a shift in, I think a, a lot of you, whoever's listening and kind of thinking about career, it does feel to me that almost like if you move to a new job, it's also going to come with like some sort of pay bump that you're not going to get in the current job. So that was coming through as well. And almost like, you know, when you're dating and you don't exactly like know what kind of partner you really want, but you learn what kind of partner you don't want from like all the bad people that you Mm -hmm. dated or whatever. Work feels like that too, as well. Like I feel like those of you who are looking for the next job, it is a good time because you kind of are more clear about what you really need. And it does look like you found some sort of compromise. Like maybe we were too wanting something that was like kind of unrealistic, but now there's like this compromise with work that's happening right now. So if you're feeling work stuff, it's a good time. Just be very clear with what you want. And also know that sometimes like, unfortunately, the track that you're on may not give you like that big leap that you're looking for. It almost comes from having to move to something else. Wow. So interesting how many people I know who are in that position right now, including me in different ways, because I love what I do, but there are transitions. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Like being your own boss, you have to promote yourself sometimes. All the time. So just backing up a little for anybody who's tuning in, who doesn't know how you pick up messages and what type of psychic you are, tell us. About that. I'm the same kind of psychic you are, I yeah, think. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I know so. I learned from the best. Yeah. So I read energy. So that's why on the show, if you guys watch the video, my eyes are closed most of the time because I have to kind of tap in. I am doing a few things. So I can read people's energy, but also if you ask me a question, I almost see it like a little bubble and I can feel and read the energy of so like, you know, we were just talking about work. I can close my eyes and kind of look to the side and see this like little bubble of work and then all the information comes to me. Definitely, you the, if those of you who are working on your own intuition, like if you want to get better at your own intuition, the first thing is to know like how you're receiving it. So I'm hearing it and I'm also seeing some of it, but some people feel, some people know, some people hear, and I'm just kind of going there, focusing on the energy, getting the information. I also do a lot of work with the Akashic Records. So I'll go into the Akashic Records to get some information as well. I need pen and paper usually, but I i mean, it's helpful for me to like kind of write down what's coming through, but I need a little bit of quiet and focus to come, to come in. But I can do all sorts of things. I can also, I definitely started off with like connecting to spirit guides, connecting to all like different types of light beings, lots of mediumship too, like just kind mm-hmm. of past loved ones and things. But 
the more that I develop my gifts, the more I use my higher self to get the information. I don't need like as much of the translator as I did before. So, mm-hmm. but I think you start off that way. Yeah. Yeah. And you teach people how to tap into their psychic abilities, Yeah, which is a huge part of what you do. Yeah. So I know you've, you've been on the show before and we talked about your path to kind of working in magazines and that whole world to being a psychic. Did you know that you were a psychic like when you were a kid? Oh, God, no. I'm Cuban, raised by Catholic parents. And I always joke that like if I would have shown any signs, my mom would have been like sending me off to some nun school for uh-huh. sure. Like <laughs> I, She would have been like, get the Fix devil her. out of yes. that girl. So I'm really grateful. I, I feel like I'm grateful I did not show any signs. Uh-huh. I do remember. So I was born in New Jersey, moved to uh, Miami young. And my parents put me in a Catholic school when I moved to Miami. And I had this really funny experience. It was the first time I had a religion class because I was in a public school in New Jersey. So I had never seen this whole like religion thing. So I was in a Catholic school. And this religion teacher starts telling us this story of like how women and men are called to service to God, either a priest or a nun. And she's like telling, it sounded like a freaking horror story. She was like, you're sleeping in your bed. And then this big angel is going to come and it's going to tell you that you need to leave your entire life and become a nun or become a priest. And I'm like sitting in that class. I was in third grade and I was looking around at the other kids. I'm like, what the shit? Like, is nobody else like afraid? Like I, cause I really felt that was going to happen to me. Like yeah. there was something in me that I was like, that angel's going to show up to my bed. Like, and my mom says that like for a week I wouldn't sleep because I thought that like I was going to be called to work for God. And uh-huh. I, and I didn't want to because yeah. I wanted to have kids and I wanted to have money and I wanted to have like, I was like this little third, like third yeah. grader thinking of these things. So I had some signs that I was meant to do this work and like light work, but it really scared me. Like, I I think I was like very afraid. And I turned that gift off for a long time, which I see a lot in people now that I teach so many people intuitive work. I see a lot of people who had like scary childhoods that like, you know, they were in their bed and they saw somebody, some a ghost and Mm -hmm. they turned off their intuition. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Mm -hmm. like, did you have that? Yeah. Let me take a wild guess at how your morning might have gone. You chased the kids around, getting them ready, packed lunches, found a missing shoe, grabbed the homework and made it to drop off, potentially on time. But if you're anything like me, you barely managed to brush your own teeth or throw your hair up into a messy bun. Being a mom is hectic, but it doesn't have to mean that your self-care has to go completely out the window. Dime Beauty is my fave. They are a clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it actually truly works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I wanted to take the guesswork out of my routine, so I started with their Works Collection. That one has a cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. It's amazing. They also have anti-aging alternatives, retinols, etc. Retinol alternatives. I'm sorry. That is their best seller. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their product reviews are literally all five stars. Right now, they also have free shipping on orders over $50 and 100% satisfaction guarantee on every single product. 
And of course, we have a special deal for you. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. And just like that, your favorite besties and tastemakers, Benito Skinner and Mary Beth Barone are back. Did you miss us? You know they did. Join us every Wednesday on your way to Sephora to hear our witty, ridiculous and irreverent musings on life, the universe, existence and of course what we currently ride for. You're going to absolutely live slash die for this podcast. You might even, dare we say, ride ride for it. it. remember being a kid and just knowing that there were spirits in the room. But when you're a child, unless you have really evolved parents, there's no words for that kind of thing. So I was just terrified a lot of the time, like there's monsters in my room. The only context I had was like monsters from TV shows. And my parents, of course, would be like, that's not real. You're fine. All this kind of stuff. But I knew like there are spirits in here. I am not safe. They're drawn to me for some kind of reason. So, of course, I can remember that now. At the time, it was all just scary. Yeah. And then you turn it off and it's actually, there's some work to turn it back on. Yeah. So I've been, you know, I I think it's interesting, like us being parents now and what's going to happen if we never let them turn it off. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to see what happens. My kids are very aware of, kind of what I do and like what I believe in. And I raise them that way. So it's going to be interesting to see like, okay, so example, my five-year-old recently was watching things on YouTube that he shouldn't be watching. He like, he has my, my son is 10 and my 10-year-old, you know, watches some gaming stuff. And it's just, they make a lot of like scary games now. And my five-year-old happened to like watch something scary and he got freaked out and something happened because he's so open. He started like letting in Mm-hmm. dark beings into the room and into the house. He was scared to move from like any room in the house. And I was like, great, this guy like brought in something. And it was so funny. Like, you know, the things that you scream at your kids for, like my, if your mom does what I do, you're like, God damn it, guys, you brought in like, you know, bad beings again. Like, <laughs> yeah. They were like, they were looking at their mom. The yeah, you like, too. I was like, you guys, now we have ghosts in the house. And they were like, what? How did we do that? You know, it's like so funny. <laughs> Powerful <laughs> kid. Benny was like, my husband was like, Nikki, seriously, like these are the things that they're going to remember, like their mom getting them yes. mad at for, you know? But you're telling them the truth. Yes. And they understood. And and they, they did because they knew they felt something, especially like in the room where they were gaming. Mm-hmm. And they helped me clean the energy. And we like all How cleaned the energy. How did you do it? I mean, so you can do basic like opening the windows and cleaning, like literally like whatever you would do to clean your room. So we did a lot of that, the sheets, all that stuff, opening the windows and then cleaning them, their own energy. So just some energy work, like uh, putting swirls is like you can just imagine like a swirl over your children. And that helps like clean out the energy. You can close your eyes and just like see that swirl going through them because it really like cleans things out. I also have a healer that I called and she helped as well. I just like asked her to do a little Mm -hmm. healing on the boys. And sure enough, he was not like after that happened, after we did all the cleaning, he was happy going in the house. Like he, cause he had gone through, he was going through the stage that he would not move around the house unless somebody would go Mm -hmm. with him because he could see he's still open. So I think that's going to be interesting. And then at night I have taught them like we pray and also just like, okay, like 
you know, Archangel Michael, like, please come to protect us, like keeping light. We like just kind of feel light coming into the room and feeling protected, doing a little bit of like sacred geometry in the room as well. And it's just, it works. Like it really works when they're 12, 13, like what, I don't know, how's that going to look? Yeah. Do you feel like any of your kids have the psychic abilities that you have? Obviously, we're all intuitive, but some people, that's your path in this life. Yeah, that are more turned on. They haven't shown fully. I mean, they're all very telepathic. They're all empaths for sure. Ethan, my youngest, is definitely like the most, you can tell that he is like in another dimension mm-hmm. at the same time. So Star he, seed. yeah, he is just like very gifted, but I think they also need to be a little bit in the real world when they're mm-hmm. young, you know, like I, I get this feeling that this is exactly where they want to be and they don't want to go too much into the spiritual just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So question for you, you were at our house yesterday and I was telling you that Atticus has not been wanting to sleep without us and I'm wondering if you did any like quick psychic cleaning of our home because he slept perfectly last night. Yeah. Well, like I, he let me put him in the crib. He didn't <laughs> even reach for my hand. He was happy. Yeah. And I was like, what is this stroke of miracle <laughs> after two and a half weeks of regression hell? You have a lot of like between your cat and Addie, there is so <laughs> much like... <laughs> telepath like there's both of them are such old souls so mm-hmm. I kind of you know I was, we were kind of sitting like all together a little bit and I was just like I mean the cat was talking to me so oh, much like yeah. Addie was and there was something Addie was just a little ungrounded you know like but once we like looked at each other and like kind of like letting <laughs> him in and he just made it sound it, he made it seem like he was feeling a little ungrounded mm-hmm. so I was kind of like asking him to ground back in and you know like it looks like he's gonna find his way that's amazing <laughs> yeah that's a bit of an ungrounding yeah. time yeah. in our household yeah we went to Mexico we came back who knew that would be a huge transition shifter for a toddler yeah we have a new nanny I think he also feels what's coming into your mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. I don't so I think he He's like feeling the shifts that are coming. I think Hudson, too. Yes. In terms of Hudson, the mentor, my yeah. eight year old cat, he was looking at Nikki like, Where have you been all my life? I have so much to communicate to you. I swear, it I was felt amazing. like he was talking to me. Like, he I was. I was like, I need to take a pic- picture with this guy. I like, I could just hang out you with just with him. that picture. Yes. And then he swiped at me <laughs> after that. I'm like, Oh my God, he was feeling feisty. Yeah. Like, kitten Hudson came back. Yeah. Oh my God. If you guys, like, all of you are listening, like, if you sit in your home and just take a minute to like feel everybody's soul rather than, you know, what you see, the cat and all that stuff. Like you can really see it and feel it. It's right there. Like, and you don't have to be afraid of doing that because I'm a very grounded, I mean, I have three kids, like run a business, have a husband, but you are constantly communicating with the souls in your space. And when you can communicate at a soul level, it just works better. Like you have to kind of get beyond some of just the the physical stuff of like, oh, this one's fighting with me or this one's mad that I took like, I don't know, their burrito or something. But if you really sit there and just like feel their souls, they have so much to say. It's very mm-hmm. telepathic. It, mm-hmm. It's a practice, not necessarily a gift. Yeah. You know? So do you do like everywhere you go or is it something that you turn off 
Like, for example, there's four people in this room. Are you feeling everybody's souls? Are you turning a boundary on so that you can be present? Yeah, no, I have a major boundary. I don't feel anybody behind me right now. <laughs> I feel I'm, I'm with you for sure. I'm very present. So the whole trick with soul and energy work, because I'm psychic, I'm intuitive, I can do all sorts of cool things. But my true like purpose in life and kind of what I really look for is people's souls. Because I really just want people to live their soul's true path. I really think that that's like what I'm here for. So I can connect to the person's soul, even the cat, right? Like I'm like, I, mm-hmm. you know, all I see. So that it comes from being very present. Once you're present and like you're really there, it just comes naturally. So the more present I can be, the more I can connect there. But sometimes, you know, you're walking down the street or you're at Starbucks and you can't be fully present, then I cannot connect as well. Also, I don't want to feel everything. When I first started, I had like past loved ones, deceased loved ones, like coming and interrupting me like while I was driving on the highway. So you do learn at some point to put yourself in a little bit of a bubble, orchestrate what is coming your way. Because if not, you'll feel crazy. I feel like you went through that yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you had to start directing what was coming at you because if not, it was going to like drive you crazy. So that's when you take your intuition from just like a random thing that happens to actually something that is your power and that it's like, it's your, in your control. So directing it a little bit is for sure, you know, important. I feel like you went through that. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if I'm not still going through it, I probably am. The boundary thing has always been so tough for me. I don't know if it's because I'm just such a wide open channel of being a reflector, being an air sign, being empathic, psychic without having that grounded force that some people I feel like they have more innately. So yeah, I definitely went through it and it can come up in so many ways. It can make you feel like you're losing your mind. It can make you feel like you're going psychotic. Yeah. While I was here, I always have to be careful in LA because LA has a very like airy energy. So when I come here and I made the mistake of stay, I'm staying in a guest house that is not on the ground. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that because LA already for me is very airy. So it's very easy to kind of like be out of your body. For me, the reason for you why that happens to you so much is you're such, you're just like so not from here, you know, like your energy really is so, is almost like too potent Mm -hmm. for the body that it exists in, you know? So I think it's just sometimes those very strong like light energy that comes through you doesn't fully fit in your body. Yeah, that's exactly how it feels. Even now I'm like trying, because we're talking about it, like consciously trying to pull the energy into my body. And when I do, it feels good. Like it feels like, oh, I can express myself better. I can feel more present. Yes. It's just so hard. Yeah. And yeah, because I don't think that I feel like your soul is very advanced, but does not really know like how to be in a body Mm -hmm. most of the time. Even though I feel like I've been here so many times to this planet, like so many times. They say that I've read a bunch of books about this and also like just from reading so many people that, you know, and if you kind of subscribe to the idea that we're living in many dimensions at the Mm -hmm. same time, which we've talked about that ourselves. Which you know I do. Yeah. Which we have so much fun with that. The idea is that like your soul has, let's say it has a hundred, you know, it's a hundred percent energy and you can decide how much energy you want to bring to each lifetime. And I have seen like almost sometimes like people bring too much powerful energy and then it's mm-hmm. like too hard. So maybe you like brought too much with you, <laughs> I Jordan. think I did. No, I came into this world like I am here to do yeah. 
big, huge thing. Exactly. Maybe everybody feels that way as a kid. I hope they do. Yeah. But I certainly did. And I've never let go of it ever. And that's a sign that the way to kind of manage that energy for you really feels like creating. Like you have to put that energy into other places. So I think, you know, the book, for example, like put a piece of yourself into the book so it doesn't have to like stay in your body anymore. Totally. That's why I have to just get it out all the time. And when I feel my best is when I'm working on the book, multiple books and creating meditations, talking on the podcast, updating on Instagram stories all day long. I'm like, this has to go somewhere. Yes, And I think it's why... I've been basically blogging since I was in fifth grade. Yeah. I had like the first ever Zanga type of thing where I was just like sharing every single thought in my brain all the time. I'll take a minute to like visualize first grade Jordan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, and I did the thing. I don't know if like if you ever did this, but there was a time online where it was very cool to type like every other letter was like, Uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase. I would type whole stories of my whole day like that, like decorating it, trying to put in different fonts. I was, I mean, this you has been a thing. You need to bring this back. Like I, we, I think we need like a like a Jordan journal with like these fonts. I, can, I still have it because there was a time when I printed it all out and pasted it into an actual so journal. <laughs> it is so funny. That was your first book. Yeah, literally. So the yes, like the energy just yeah. has to be channeled all the time. Yeah. And so for anybody listening who, feel similarly you're not alone yeah I um, was talking about this with a client recently she was asking about anxiety energy which anxious energy is just you know it could really like run our lives but we have to remember that that energy is really just it's creative energy in Mm -hmm. many ways Mm -hmm. so like your body is not meant to hold all that energy which is why we're called to create So if you're not creating, it could really, or if you're not using it, right? Like it could be like, you need to go for a run, you need to go work out or write a book or sing a song. If not, it's like, if it gets stuck in the body, it's going to kill you. So you have to just remember that that is like your creative force. And I think you brought a lot Mm because you knew you were like meant for the masses and it, it's like almost, unfortunately, you just can't come out fast enough, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you... Definitely not. It's hard to live a normal life and be creating all the time. But we can learn to not be mad at that feeling and like learn to make things with it yeah. for sure. Yeah, it can be a blessing. Mm-hmm. Like everything can be a gift. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so when I first started blogging all the way back in 2013, I never thought that I would have an online store or that I would be selling merchandise or products or anything. And now there's so many things that I sell from my meditation platform to the TBB merch. And when I first did my first ever merch, I used Shopify. It is so easy. It has been life-changing and it really helped me become a true entrepreneur. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders a stage, which is huge. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're promoting protein powders or selling superb supplements, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They are an all-in-one e-commerce platform. They also have an in-person POS system. They're amazing. And their extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash balanced, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash balanced right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash balanced. Cha-ching. Enjoy. Let's talk about dose. I am obsessed with Dose. They are expertly formulated organic wellness shots that support your liver in one delicious drink. They're in our fridge right now. And Jonathan has been stealing them from me as always. What I love about them is that they are completely TPB approved. They're USDA organic. They have zero sugar, zero calories. They're non-GMO, vegan. They're in sustainable glass bottles. There's free shipping on all orders. And if you subscribe, then you save 15%. So what they have in them are super simple ingredients. They have curcumin, which is turmeric extract. They have milk thistle, organic ginger root, um, dandelion root, which I love in everything. Dandelion is one of my favorite things. And they have orange, which is 20 times the potency compared to fresh orange juice. So if you're looking for healthy liver enzyme function, optimal liver function, long-term health with your liver, healthy metabolic function and digestion, as well as increased energy levels and active energy and focus, then this is for you. I've been taking it every morning before my coffee and I've been staying healthy this season, which is a big deal when you have a two-year-old and it is cold and flu season. If you want to give Dose a shot and invest in your health, Dose is offering Balanced Blonde listeners 15% off your first order plus an additional 15% off if you subscribe for a monthly delivery. That's 30% off your first order. Go to dosedaily.co slash balanced and use the code balanced. That is dosedaily.co slash balanced and use the code balanced. Okay, so let's do a little reading if you're open to it. Always. Should we just tap into my energy field and yeah. just tell me what you're feeling into? You're very blue, which makes sense, right? So blue is the color of communication. So mm-hmm. Jordan right now is obviously like communicating. She has a very open throat chakra, so that's happening. But it also seems like your crown, which is the energy right above your head, guys, this is like our connection to spirituality, all that stuff. There's messages and guidance of like kind of what you're meant to do and the human part of you like does not want to hear it yet. Mm-hmm. Like there is kind of a message of like changes that need to happen and things that need to like brave moves that need to happen, but your human self feels like it's a little bit of an inconvenience in like your human life, you know? So there's like downloads and just good stuff that's trying to come true. It feels like that is almost like 
a second book that feels like inconvenient because I'm working on mm-hmm. something already. Mm-hmm. So you're like trying to push this like inconvenient information because it is inconvenient, right? Like you have so many things going on, but there's like something else that is also like coming through. And it does look like Jordan, like to be open to like when you think about your work to, it feels like distribution. Some of the stuff you do is very kind of like distributed kind of like mainstream or there's going to be things that are distributed mainstream like this next book, but to be open to like indie distributions too. Like it looks like there's going to be some work that, you know, how like fancy lines have like a target line, but then they also have like their boutique line. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some of that. So to be open yeah, to, it's kind of like a mainstream versus an indie kind of thing as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. So you have that going on. And it's also definitely a time of staying put. You know, like oh. a, you're really like in this place of like, we got to stay put. We got to stay in this like home. It's a little bit of a a hardworking time, which you're not like afraid to do. But it's there looks like there's just some heavy lifting right now as well. Like you're going to be carrying stuff. Mm-hmm. And the way that I see that, guys, like I'm I'm seeing it obviously like in her energy, but also Jordan has a huge divine team that is always like trying to get through to her. So they communicate a lot as well. Mm -hmm. So if you just sit and focus of like what is around you, I can just kind of hear what's coming through. Yeah. Love it. Are there any like ancestors that have messages? Do you like a grandmother? Mm -hmm. Like a, did you guys do like horses or something together? Um, is not really. No. Why is she showing? It, your mom's like, is it your mom's mom or your mom's grandmother? Mm-hmm. Probably my mom's mom. Your mom's mom who has like been there. She's talking to you about like parenting, like mm-hmm. almost like she's there a lot for your parenting. Like, you know, there's so many guides that want to talk about like your work and what you do. But then there's like the ancestors are really interested as you as a parent and a mother and almost saying like, because it, it kind of looks like mother motherhood could sometimes be like a burden or, or not a burden, but almost like a what? Like this is, I love it. But at the same time, like, did I over, did I overcomplicate my life? Am I overcomplicating mm-hmm. my life? And she's saying like that you come from like a strong lineage of like multitaskers and like mm-hmm. women that are like very just capable there and that you can handle more kids than you can actually imagine. And that as long as like the home is set up night, like home is where the heart is. That's kind of what she's explaining. Like almost like as the, as long as the energy is safe and it's like a, this special place, that's like what the kids need mm-hmm. from you. But she's like really trying to encourage you that you can have lots of babies. <laughs> I love that. I feel that from her. Yeah. And when I first realized that I was pregnant with Atticus, it was her that showed me from the uh, other side before I took a pregnancy test or anything. Yeah. I had this vision of her yeah. holding a baby boy and handing him to me. Uh, and the next day I took a pregnancy test, was pregnant. And as you know, I'm like, this child is a boy. Yeah. Like before I can even find out from any testing or anything, my grandmother showed me yeah. that he's a boy and yeah. he's been with her and I feel her around him yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. She's mm-hmm. like... She really thinks you're like a wonderful mom. Like I, moms are, I actually was with a friend yesterday and she was like telling me that like she felt so guilty about the kind of mom that she was. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like those kids are so lucky to have you. And there's so many different types of moms. Like it's not about all the time that we spend with them. It really is about like the love that we exude and like how it feels in the home. Mm-hmm. And your grandmother's just saying that, like she's just saying that 
you can handle a lot of kids. Like you're, you'd be surprised like, wow. what you can handle and, and, and what they actually, you know, Addie is very nerd. Like he feels very full and like very nurtured by you. And it has a lot to do with like the energy that you hold. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. That's exactly how I feel. But I definitely have times of thinking, I'm not home enough. I work so much. Do I just need to be a stay-at-home mom? Are these my years to just do that? But I know what fulfills me. And I also feel like he's so full, you know, yeah. and the energy in our home is on lock. Like he feels yes. so loved. There's yeah. so many people who care for him, who love him. And he's a mama's boy, as you saw yesterday. Yeah. He lives for mama. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because when I'm with him, he has 150% of me. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's... He's wonderful. And he's a very old soul himself. So So he has a very strong energy force. We're talking about nannies. And I actually would love, Jordan, if you sat with him and asked him who he wants, because I have a feeling that he's trying to tell you about the person he wants Mm -hmm. in almost. So I actually did this to my youngest son. And when he was little, my youngest son was one and we were transitioning from the nanny that we had. And I was like, you know, it's so, it's so scary to find help for your child. You know, it's like the, the scariest thing to like hand, have to hand your child off at a, such a young age, but you have to, like we, we have purposes and callings and work and all that. So I asked Ethan and I'm like, Ethan, I was dressing him. I had an, I had three interviews that day for nannies and I sit with Ethan and I'm like, Hey, I like, listen, I know that like, you know, who's for you. So like, please show me a sign. Like, please tell me like who your person is. And I'm dressing him up that day. And I remember like, putting a shirt on him and being like, oh, no, no, I want to change the shirt. I don't want to put this one. I put this like random hand-me-down shirt that I didn't even buy. It was like a friend handed it down to me. We have three women come in. They were all great. And the third woman comes in and I'm not even joking. She is wearing the exact outfit that Ethan was wearing. Oh my God. They were. I still have a picture to this day. They were wearing both black pants and this like ugly gray t-shirt with an American flag on it. Like I would have never bought that, uh-huh. but somebody handed it and it was because he was trying to tell me that Mariana was uh-huh. his person. Oh my God. So Mariana ended up being his caretaker and she was a beautiful and she, you know, became part of our family. But he told me, and she had just moved here from Venezuela and she was like going through a lot. And he healed her. Like he gave her like a home and he really just like helped her before she got to the now she has like mm-hmm. uh, another job that's not she didn't want she was an attorney in Venezuela, but you know, Venezuela was so bad, she had to move. Mm-hmm. So I I would say Addie is so strong, like, and he has a very strong field that I would also ask him, like, work with him a little bit more telepathically to see, like, what he has to say, especially about his caretaking, like, really, like, listen a little bit more because it looks like he's trying to tell you something. Mm -hmm. That's such a good tip. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to tune in. And that's true with everything. I think I remember you saying to me, let Addie help you manifest the home and like the neighborhood that we're going to live in and where he wants to grow up, where he wants to go to school, all those kinds of things. Yeah. Wow. That's so powerful. Because as mothers, we feel so responsible. Like we're like making all these decisions and we have to remember that these souls, first of all, many of them can be older than us. Like I know that Ethan, especially my youngest one is like much older than I am. And he changed so much in our lives for us. 
but also like they have their own path and mm-hmm. there are things that they need. Of course, we're not going to be like, oh, you want Oreos all day? I'll feed you Oreos mm-hmm. all day. It's not like that. It's their higher soul. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's their higher soul that is trying to connect with us. And, you know, all they have is this like little human body with this little brain that's not fully developed yet. So they can't obviously mm-hmm. tell us everything. But if you sit in presence with your child and really like kind of just you know, regulate that nervous system, like try to be as present as you can, like take some deep breaths and really listen. And also you can ask for signs, like show me like yeah. what you need from mm-hmm. me and they will. I mean, I, I want to give you the picture that I have of Ethan. I want to see it. Yes. I really want to see it. Yes. I still That's have so it. so cute. When she came in, I was like, you're hired, you know? Yeah. <laughs> On our new nanny's first day of work, on Monday, they were wearing the same pants. She was wearing like this blue, all these blue, different color blue camo leggings. And he was wearing blue camo pants that my mom got him. And I'm like, okay, this is crazy because I didn't even know that my son had camo pants and like whoever dressed him this morning, Jonathan, like put them on and... I did think that that was an interesting sign. Oh, so, so now funny. I can look at it. I can look at it that yes. way. And then we're talking wow. about it. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited to talk about boron. Boron is something that I've been using for years for myself and now for my whole family. I've been a homeopathy girl for life. I always will be. I'm such a big believer in it. So when you feel a cold coming on, reach for Cold Calm by Boron. This non-drowsy medicine is made with pure ingredients that relieve symptoms throughout every stage of a cold. So unlike conventional medications that just mask symptoms, Cold Calm by Boron works with your body to relieve symptoms throughout every stage of a cold from the onset to the resolution without causing drowsiness or having any drug interactions. It is made with pure ingredients. So it's 100% TBB approved. Cold Calm tablets are phenylephrine free, gluten free, and don't contain artificial sweeteners, flavors, colors, or preservatives. They don't even require water. You just pop them in your mouth and you can take it at the first sign of not feeling well. Claims are based on traditional homeopathic practice. They're not accepted. Medical evidence, not FDA evaluated. Visit boronusa.com and use Balanced at checkout for 20% off your purchase of any cold call medicine. That is B-O-I-R-O-N-U-S-A.com. Use code Balanced for 20% off your purchase of any cold calm medicine. Enjoy. Let me know what you think. Okay, so even though I haven't had alcohol in five years, most people in my life do drink. And I know a lot of our TBB listeners drink alcohol. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So today we're going to talk about Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics, pre-alcohol probiotic drink, is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that is to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to take Zbiotics pre-alcohol as your first drink of the night. 
drink responsibly and you'll feel your best tomorrow. So I love this so much. I feel like anything that can just make us feel better in our day-to-day life is something that I can put my stamp of approval on. This holiday season, give your friends and family a gift that they will actually want to use with ZBiotics. Go to zbiotics.com slash balanced to get 15% off your first order when you use balanced at checkout. ZBiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash balanced and use the code balanced at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Okay, so transitioning into another question from your book, I know that you manifested the land that you guys now live on. Tell us that story. Yeah, so I'm originally from Miami, grew up there, my husband too. And my husband, so we had like reverse roles. He was like the main provider. He had a tree business. I helped him run that business. After I left media, I was working with him. And I just got this feeling that this guy was like not well. Like I did not know what was happening, but I was just like, this guy is sick. And I just got this weird feeling that like he was going to pass even. And I was doing my work on the side, raising the three kids and, you know, really just trying to do readings here and there when I could. But that really kind of told me that I, I needed to like push it into high gear and take my work seriously. So I started doing that and kind of let my husband be like, I could tell something was like off, but also it wasn't like my time to get into that. Like really the message was like, grow your business, make sure you can take care of the family. And sure enough, two years after I got that message, it became very clear that my husband was sick with an addiction that I didn't even know he had. We had an amazing, we were very blessed and lucky because I know that that's not how most stories happen, but I, we did a bunch of healings and he went to rehab and he was just very committed to switching all those things. Like I had to get to the place where I got my power. I like brought all my power back to me and I just had to say like, okay, God, like if I'm not meant to be with this person anymore and like, if this is the path for us and that's okay. But then this miracle happened and my husband's soul was like, oh no, hell no. Like he saw that train going in another direction and he was like, no. And he really, he, he like, I, I always felt like our family was like on this train that was like about to leave him. Mm-hmm. And he was like sprinting to get on that train and he really healed himself and, and we were able to continue. But part of that, so when you have like such a big, thing like that happen, especially when you're in this place of like, you almost like lost somebody, you know, we were almost like lost my husband in a way. We just didn't make sense to, to live in a way that wasn't true to us anymore. You know, like we really were just like, we don't even love it here. Like we don't even love Miami. Like we don't love this property. Um, Let's do what we love. Like nothing mattered anymore. And when we thought about it and we asked ourselves, like, what do we really love? It was, we wanted nature and we wanted space and we wanted to get out of that like rat race and the hustle. So we sold my husband's company and we had looked at this place. We're outside of Asheville, North Carolina. And five years ago, before any of this, we visited and I just knew the area was calling me. There's a lot of vortexes in the area. There's a lot of healers, all that. And the area was just like really calling us, but we had no money. Like we took a realtor to like show us places that were like over a million dollars. And I could like barely pay my mortgage at that time. So I was like, who do we think we are? Like looking at these places, but I don't know. There was some, we were manifesting. Yeah. And Benny has always been so good at that. Like 
he never lets money get in his way. He will always, you know, if he wants something, like he will make sure we go, we get a Mm -hmm. feel for it, even, which I think is so important in the manifesting process because the minute you start getting into the how, because I was definitely, when we were looking at that land, I was like, I have no idea. Like, I mean, how does this even happen? How do people get second homes? Like, how Mm -hmm. do people get million dollar properties? Like, I, I didn't know how that happened. So I really feel that that trip five years prior basically changed my life so much because my North Star changed all of a sudden. Like I was like, oh, I was like dreaming of something bigger than I had ever dreamed of before. And I feel like the land was telling us, your family cannot come here with all that bullshit that you guys like have, Mm. like all that stuff that's on you and like all that baggage that you have. Like the land wanted me like at a higher frequency when I started to see these properties five years before we actually moved, it just changed our lives. Like that's when all the healing happened. That's when my business grew. And I forgot about moving. Like that was, we were in such a survival mode place that like, I didn't even think about moving anymore. We were just trying to like survive. But it was just so interesting. Once we went down this very hard healing path, when all that was over, it was just very possible. We were able to sell our house and we came back to North Carolina. We did two days of looking at properties And we were walking around like almost as if like, you know, when you're single and you're trying to like find your person, that's what it felt like. I knew that my person existed. Like we knew that our land existed, but it was hard to like find it. And then finally we found it and we just like knew it was ours. The land spoke to me like when, when we went to go see it, it was just like, this is not going to be easy. And it wasn't easy. You know, there was a lot of paperwork that we had to do. I had to like prove income. It's like they want your blood when you're like trying to buy something, you know, they want you to basically tell you that you have every single dime to like Mm -hmm. have that. So yeah, we had to make hard decisions. We, we had to sell our house in Miami. We had to leave all our family and friends, but it was like exactly where we needed to be. And the land has truly healed me even more. Like I, I, you know, I had so much ancestral trauma in Miami because that's where I'm from and we're Cuban and all that. So really the manifestation process to me is you dream a bigger dream. You know, that land is 30 acres. It was a bigger dream than I had ever thought was possible. I'm just an immigrant child. So like, who am I to have 30 acres of land? And when you dream that bigger dream, the vibration, you are not the person that can have that dream yet, right? Like you're not vibrating at that level just yet, but that bigger dream is going to ask you to rise and meet it and, and basically rise in vibration and life will bring you through some hard stuff typically so that you can really elevate to what it is that you want. So at first you're thinking like, why is life getting worse and harder? And it's really that it's like preparing you for the kind of person that actually does have that Mm. 30 acres of land. So like the person that lives on the 30 acres of land is very different than the girl that went five years ago looking for land. The land raised me to be the owner that it needed. So I just think like, be clear on what you want, you know, like, and know that it's coming from your soul, that it's destined for you, but also be open to the lessons and the work that it is calling you to do, especially if you're looking for land, because I know you are, work with the land. Like I would sit in meditation in Miami and like hear the land and the land was my guide. You know, Mm -hmm. I would follow what it was telling me to do. Wow. That is so powerful. And I'm just seeing as you're talking how true that is for, for me and my family situation and just to be patient, you know, everybody listening who's, whether it's a home or whether it's love or whether it's career or kids, 
just calling in that next thing. It's going to come when you're ready. And let it be your teacher. Like, mm-hmm. and I think you're there right now. Like to me, I almost feel like you're in the second, like if there's four quarters mm-hmm. to your, like to this move and to this like next level that you're going to, like you're in the second quarter. It's like school, you know, like you're in the second semester or whatever. And there's two more, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's why I always have dreams that I'm still in school and I have all these semesters to finish. And in the dream, I'm always like, wait, I feel so done with this. Like, I thought I finished all this already. Yeah. That's so funny. I have those dreams too Uh in school. Like I go back to high school and I feel older than the people that are there. Yes. And I'm like, I'm always walking around. My I dream this at least once a week. So do where I. I'm walking around my high school or my college, but often high school, and saying to my friends, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. Like, I don't know which class I'm supposed to be in. And they're all like, Jordan, just check your schedule. Like, everybody knows. And I'm like, I don't know where the oh, fuck my... I'm supposed to be. Like, that I don't have so... any memory of, like, where I'm supposed to go right now. And it's always oh, very God. stressful. I have goosebumps. That's so fascinating. I literally have the same dream, just so you know and I'm really what I'm getting is like you're in some lessons right now and Mm -hmm. to not try to like avoid them like go go into them and like really see like oh okay like I'm currently in this lesson of you know whatever whatever and like trying to ace that test you know in a sense because you definitely set a bigger dream about a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. and that bigger dream is guiding you to like become yeah I feel it. I feel now tapped into a deeper force than ever before, where I have the mental energy, the inspiration, the vibration to do all these things, like to elevate my business, my brand, my life, my family. And it makes sense that there's a few more quarters to go because I've kind of accepted the fact for the first time in my life, it's time to be patient and I can be patient. Yeah. I can I can do this. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, you're like, okay, you want me to be patient? I can do this. Yeah. I can pass that test. I can listen. I can be patient for the first and only time ever. Okay, so I want to ask you a couple rapid fires. One, what was the process of writing your book? Just in kind of like a brief description. Similar to yours, I think it was a lot of waiting for it to like bust out. So mm-hmm. you go through this whole like emotional process of like, waiting for it to actually come. And then when it comes, it comes and you capture it. Uh, I wrote during the winter, which was great. And I had to, first step was like, I had to find my rhythm. I thought I was going to write in order, but I had to write by stories. Mm -hmm. And then also like by lessons. So like lessons I wanted to like to teach, but then find stories for that. And I also needed somebody to like read what I wrote right away. Like I needed that feedback right away because it's hard to be writing and feeling lonely in the process. And yeah, and then finally getting to a place when you feel like it's good enough. So you really, as an artist have to, you know, you can work on something forever, but you need to tell yourself like, this is the best that I have right now and being okay with that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you've helped me so much in that process with my own book. And I feel like people might not know that about you. You're a psychic, but you're also an incredible business coach, love and relationship coach, and also like a book coach. Like you (laughs) are a jack of all trades. It's amazing. I know. I've had many, well, I'm 41, so I guess like I've lived a life, but I was an editor. I was Mm -hmm. an editor by trade. Mm -hmm. So I worked at like Refinery29 and, you know, NBC and MSN. Writing was really like my first love, like the thing that I found. And and I, I think you and I share that like love for writing. I think that's also like, that was your first gift, like the thing that you saw. The intuitive work was such a, 
surprise. Like, yeah. Yeah. And thank goodness that it found you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So other rapid fires. What are your sun, moon, and rising signs? Okay. I feel like I get this wrong, guys, but I am a Cancer sun. I am a Leo moon and a Cancer rising. I could oh. be switching the moon and the rising, but, but you're no. double Cancer. Yeah. And I also have a, a North Star in Cancer. Mm-hmm. So thank God for that Leo because it mm-hmm. helps me come out of my shell. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see the fire. But for some reason, I think of you as a Capricorn. I think of oh. you as this like earth That's driven. My south node is oh. a Capricorn. So my last mm-hmm. life was a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So totally makes sense. And then your human design? I'm a generator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Such a generator. Yeah. And if you could be in a room with three people, living or dead, who would they be? Oh, gosh. I feel very connected to Jesus. So I feel like I'd love to like hang out there. Oh, man, it's a hard question, Jordan. I know. (laughs) I always have the hard question. I know. It's really a trick one. I think just like, yeah, like spiritual beings. I'm like, give me like Jesus, Buddha, and like some cool ET that I don't even know about. Like I would really love to like almost like hang out physically with beings that like can see us from afar, mm-hmm. like an alien, you know, kind of experience. Yeah. That would be cool. Like yeah. somebody that sees us from a higher perspective, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. And who are your mentors? Oh, I feel like we are all like co-mentors, you know, like when I need something, you're always there. And Krista, I feel like we're always reaching out. I think sometimes at this level, I'm, I'm very protective over like who... Mm-hmm. is a mentor and who gives me guidance. So I feel like I co-mentor with people that I really respect. My sister-in-law is a plastic surgeon, very smart, um, very artistic. So people like that is really kind of where I'm going back and forth with. Mm-hmm. Love it. And where can people find you and your book? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Nikki Novo. And my book is on Amazon. It's called Soul Led Living. That's where I am. And I'd love to re- and talk to you guys. Bringing your podcast back. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yes. Ask Nikki Novo comes out in January. I do some listener questions. There's some downloads. And then we do fun things like celebrity reads or like reads of the energy that's happening. Like last season, I did like the energy of recession and things like that that are really fun. So I hope mm-hmm. you guys listen. Best podcast ever. Yeah. You guys have to tune in. Yay. Well, thank you so much for being here. Uh-huh. I could talk to you for a lifetime and we will so we'll have you back on and thank you so much love you Jordan thanks for having me thank you guys so much for listening to the show I'm so happy that you're here come say hi on Instagram at the balance wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was subscribe rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free soul on fire yoga ebook see you next Wednesday love you guys Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.